A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hey parents, today we're going to talk about something that you can stop doing. I'm going to let you off the hook and this episode is all about what to do instead of trying to solve your athlete's problems. Because did you know, when you try to help your athlete solve their problems, you are likely making them feel worse. So I'm going to give you a challenge today. Do what I suggest in this episode for a week and notice what happens to your athlete's confidence, to your relationship with him or her. And then for more suggestions on parenting athletes through the tough stuff, be sure to check out my free training, How to Help Your Athlete Overcome Mental Blocks Without Being Too Controlling or Too Involved. You can register for free right now at completeperformancecoaching.com slash free, completeperformancecoaching.com slash free for that free training. And here we go. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Perfect timing in my neighborhood right now. As soon as I got ready to record, the neighbor's mower goes off. So apologize for whatever's going on out there. This is real life. I want to like put my foot down a little bit and talk to you about solving your problems. Now, I hang out in the, you know, the gymnastics moms Facebook groups because I love to be with my people and I see a lot of moms freaking out right now. So for those of you who are gymnasts who have optional level or excel athletes, your season is coming and I don't have to tell you that. Here we are in the fall. They usually will start competing in the winter. So it's like crunch time. So there's a lot of stress going on with kids and kids are like not making their skill, haven't been able to make it yet, need extra help from the coach, but don't want the coach to get mad. There's just a lot of stress. So what I'm seeing is parents who are really trying to be helpful. And they're like, tell me in this Facebook group how to help my kid do this or how, you know, here's a video of her trainer, Kip. Tell me what to do for her to be able to get it in time. Or she's not able to do this. Like, tell me, give me all the suggestions. So these parents are just like, parents, help me. But what I'm noticing is like the main problem in a situation like that, and you might not like me for saying this, is actually how involved mom is in that skill. Because that amount of involvement is creating pressure on your child, period. No matter if, yes, your kid loves to talk to you about sports, you being so involved in your kid's skill is creating pressure and is likely creating tension in their body, which is making it zapping their energy and making skills a little bit less attainable. Okay, so I'm going to explain to you kind of what's like why that's going on. 
But I want you to imagine for a second, your kid gets in the car after practice and they get in the car and they're like, I can't do my skills. Today was horrible. There's no way I'm going to be ready for this meet. And I have a quiz tomorrow that I am totally going to fail. All right, moms, dads, what would you say? Just think for a second. What would you say? Your kid gets in the car and is like, I'm going to fail my test and I'm going to fail the meet and everything is awful. Okay. So don't tell me yet how you would respond, but first I'm going, and I'm going to tell you in a couple, in a couple minutes, like what a couple of options are for responses. But first I want you to think about yourself as the person who is stressful, you know, or having that, that moment. So let's say you hit traffic on your way to school drop-off. Plus you were like a couple minutes late because you hit snooze and now the kids are late to school. They're having to go get their tardy slips. You're late to work. Then you have a really long day at the office. Then on your way to take your athlete to gym, you realize you forgot her food. She's starving. So you get home finally and you see your partner and you want to vent. Okay. And you're like, oh, what a day. And then think of this. Okay. Let's say that your partner says something like this to you. Notice in your body how you would feel. Maybe you should get an earlier start or try to wake up a little earlier so that you don't have to worry about the traffic. And maybe you should write a list of all the things to do in the morning just so you don't forget anything. Okay. If your partner said that to you, how would you feel? Um, If my partner said that to me, I would be like, I would want to claw his eyes out and be like, you try getting up early enough and you try doing all these things. And I would get defensive and I would be like, wow, you don't get it. Okay. So what if, what if my lovely husband were to say something like, oh, hon, what a day. You have so much on your plate. You're balancing so many things. You do so much for our family. I'm here for you. You know, like how would you feel in your body if you got that response from your partner after you vented? You know, like I would feel supported. Like, okay, I'm not a failure and I'm doing my best and I have support. Okay, so going back to your kid. You know, your kid's like, I can't do my skills. Today was horrible. This is the worst. I'm not going to be ready for my meat or my quiz. So here's option one. Well, we got to make sure to get enough sleep because if you want to be ready for the meat, you have to have a really good practice. You only have four practices left. So that means that you got to make the skill here. Tomorrow, you got to do it without the spot. So promise me you're going to ask to not have a spot tomorrow. And then you got to go in your room and study because you cannot get another grade, a bad grade in that class. Okay. If you be the kid for a second, like, wow, I'm having a bad day that my mom just made way worse. So now I feel like it's impossible. I don't really want to deal with the quiz and I'm mad at my mom. Okay. Option two, what if you were to respond with something like, oh, honey, this can be really stressful. I know that fall is stressful for all athletes getting ready for meets, keeping up on your schoolwork can feel like too much. Sometimes I'm here for you. Then the athlete's going to have that moment of, Oh, thanks, mom. I love you. I'm like, all right, I got to go study. Okay. So it actually changes the way you feel in your body, the way that someone responds when you're venting. So when your kid vents to you, they do not want a solution. They don't want you to tell them what to do. They don't want any advice. They don't, they definitely don't want any nagging. What they want is to feel heard. Okay. So I want to give you a challenge for the next week. And let me know in the comments or, you know, reach out and let me know if you are willing to take on this challenge. Number one, stop talking about your kid's sport. Spend one week, no talkie. Don't talk about the sport. Don't ask them how confident they felt. Don't ask them if they did their skill. Don't ask them if they needed a spot or not. Don't ask them if they tried that thing you suggested. 
Don't let your discomfort about the upcoming meet stress them out. Your job for one week is these four things, okay? Only these four things, food, hugs, rides, tuition. That's it, okay? No talking about their sport unless they bring it up. And if they bring it up, just listen, let them know you're there for them, no opinions, just acknowledge them, allow them to feel heard, show them compassion, and then trust that they, your adolescent sweetie pie, has the faculties to figure this out, okay? Give it a week and let me know how it goes. And for anybody who has an athlete who is particularly stressed about a mental block right now, which I call nervous November for the last few years, I've coined it that because all of the mental blocks come out of the woodworks in November because kids start rushing and they stop asking for help and they start just trying to force stuff. So if that's your kid and they're like losing skills or struggling with something that they shouldn't be struggling with, then I would encourage you to sign up for my free training. You can go to completeperformancecoaching.com slash free. And it's a training all about how to parent your athlete through that mental block without being too controlling, without being too involved. Okay. So again, that's completeperformancecoaching.com slash free. I would love for you to join us and I will see you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.